This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player. Four improvisers and one musician bring British history to life with a new twist. Dead British, the improvised history show on Union Jack Radio. Hello, I'm Liz Peters, and every episode we use a donkey's foot to bring back a character from British history. Due to that process, some or all of our historical characters' memories might have been affected. So, although I know who I'm about to talk to, they don't. So here, finding out who they are at the same time you do, they're British. They were dead. Please welcome Elizabeth I! <laughs> You were the Queen of England during the last part of the Tudor era. You were known as the Virgin Queen, Gloriana and Good Queen Bess. The era of your rule is referred to as the Golden Age. Your Highness, welcome. Oh my God, it is so good to be here. Thank you so much for coming, Elizabeth. It really is wonderful to have you here. You are an absolute legend, am I right? Thank you so much. So you were the Queen of England for an exceptionally long time, exceptionally long time. How was that for you? To be honest, it was sort of boring because I'm not so good with being like high status or in power or anything like that. But I think I did an okay job. I think you did an excellent job, an excellent job because you, you got that role at the age of just 25. I know, 25, and so many of my friends were like in college and doing spring break and stuff like that, and I was just like stuck being the Queen of England. What a great responsibility to fall into though, am I right? Totally. And you must have, obviously you knew this was coming because you had royal parents. It's a lot, you know, like you grow up and you just want to like have fun with your friends and you know, like go on boat trips and stuff like that, but you have like this tunnel Like this tunnel vision of this thing coming towards you, like on your shoulders, and then it's on your head because it's a crown. And it does suit you. It's a fantastic crown. You wear it incredibly well. Thank you so much. And you must have learned quite a bit from your father, Henry VIII. Yeah. He was, as as you were, a fantastic monarch. And your father, um, a turbulent relationship. Daddy. Do you miss him? (laughs) Of course I miss him. Like, what girl doesn't love her daddy? Well, Elizabeth. Yeah? As a special treat. No! Yes? No! Yes. I can't. You're going to. No, I cannot. We've got a message from daddy, Henry VIII. Daddy! Hello, uh, this is a a message for my daughter, Elizabeth I. Uh, I'm I'm sorry it didn't work out with your mother. Um... (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry I never came to see any of your school plays. Anyway, see you at Christmas. Love that. And he touched on something in that. And, and I don't want to get to the jugular straight away, but as an interviewer, it is my job. Your mother, Anne Boleyn. Yeah. That was a tough relationship they had, wasn't it? Well, that you know, like mothers and daughters, they do fight, right? They do fight, but they usually have the opportunity to make up. But for you, you lost her at quite a young age. I did. I was really young. (laughs) Very young. Really, really young. Did you have a word with your father about that? Did you ever talk to him about the decision he made to remove her from the planet? No, of course not. Because, like, that, he's my daddy, you know? And, like, daddy's got to do what a daddy's got to do. 
So you were all for your dad's behavior? Well, I wouldn't say I was for it, but I wouldn't say I was against it. I wouldn't say I was in the middle. I would say that I was not apathetic, and I would say that I also had feelings about it, but I can't really say what they were. Wow. That is... It is complex being being female, right? I'm an extremely complicated person, as you know from all of the history books. You are extremely complicated, Elizabeth. Extremely complicated. And some of your dad's... Wait, can I just say something? Yes. I just realized that... Your name's Elizabeth too. Yeah. We're both called Elizabeth. Yes, we are. Oh, that is so cool. That is cool. (laughs) But I disguise it by the name Liz so that I don't carry your lineage. (laughs) Whoa, what's that that supposed to mean? That was harsh. That was way harsh. Why do well, you want to carry my lineage? I well, I I I don't want to get get too too deep into the nitty gritty here. But I am myself a pacifist, and as we know, uh, you tried to have your cousin Mary, Queen of Scots, executed. Oh my God, that was totally not my fault. Uh, that okay. was like totally not my thing. That was like all the priests and religious guys and stuff like that. I was just going along with whatever people said. Well, that's not what Mary has to say about that. Oh, man. Mary has a message for you. Okay, there, Elizabeth. (laughs) I knew you wanted me killed, but I didn't realise you are going to have me killed by using a horse and a wagon to do it. I think you've got a dagger in your hand and it's going to be plunged right into my neck bone. She sounds a little rough, right? Well... (laughs) I would say so. I mean, she's carried a lot of weight over over that time. 18 years in house arrest under your restrictions. It was not my fault. It was your decision. No, it wasn't. Somebody else told me to do it, so it doesn't count. Ah, so you you tend to do things that... Did you have a a posse of people who who told you what to do? A huge posse. Oh. Listen, you don't get to be queen without, like, a posse of people around you. It's just, like, the way it goes. You should try it. It's kind of fun. Uh, I can't have a posse myself. Um, Not that important. But you were important enough to have a posse, right? I did. And uh, the posse want to say something. Oh, my God! Yeah, quick message from the Liz lads. Um, I just think you're really cool. I uh, want to be like you when I grow up. Um, yeah, yo, 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 Liz. You know we're here to hold your back whenever you get puking in the porcelain bowl. You hold back your hair. We won't touch your crown. Yeah, because that's disrespectful. We don't disrespect you. Yo, yo, yo. No, that's right. Not the Liz lads. They were very respectful to you, your posse. I know. They're like, aren't they like just so totally cute? They mentioned you uh, having your head in the porcelain. Was that something that you often found yourself overdoing it? I think so. I think like it's really hard and people don't realize. Um, so I'm really good friends with Lindsay Lohan. Oh. And, you know, she and I have been through a lot together in rehab and stuff like that, talking about our troubles. And I think a lot of people don't have like sympathy for that kind of thing. And they should. Did you have special relationships with any of your Liz lads? I can't talk about that. Elizabeth. I cannot. Elizabeth. Okay, there was, there was one. Yes. Hundred. Yes. <laughs> or so. Yeah. But fascinating because you were called the Virgin Queen. I know. And it's, um, I would say it was like really good branding from my publicity team's perspective that they called me that because, of course, that's not true. Oh. What I really want to delve into is what happened in the Spanish Armada. Big part of your life, Elizabeth, right? It was huge. So huge. (laughs) 
It was huge. Yeah, it was so huge. Obviously, Philip II from Spain sent over a fleet of ships. Yeah. Let's see a little bit of that. Okay. Uh, hola, uh, this is Philip. Uh, I am sending you a, uh, a giant turkey for your festivities. Um, I'm going to send it with a giant fleet of ships because uh, it is that big a turkey uh, for you to have to roast on your special Christmas day. Please accept it uh, and we will do the big gun salute for you on the way there. No misunderstandings. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, okay, so a turkey and some guns sounds really cool. Uh, yes, it is the traditional thing that we do here in España. Uh, we send you a bird and uh, shoot it uh, for you at a distance. What was your name again? Uh, I am Philippe. King Philippe. Philippe. And who's your hot friend? Uh, this is uh, my... Me llamo Juan. Yeah, this is Juan. Oh my God, Juan, I really love your tiny beard and tiny mustache. Hola, gracias. Do you have a gun? Si. A big one? No. That's cool. I don't think that's the kind of thing really matters anyway, to be honest with you. It seemed so friendly. It seemed like such a wonderful opportunity. And truthfully, it wasn't, was it? It turned out like kind of a... I can't say what it turned out like. Kind of a battle. A huge battle. A huge battle. Philip himself, the king of Spain, Mm. he wasn't trying to give you turkeys and friendship. No, he was not. And Juan was just a... A decoy. He was a decoy. But you know what? He was a hell of a decoy. I gotta say, if I had to turn back time, I don't think I would. Philip himself was actually coming, sending in this army to try and overthrow you and bring Catholicism back into Britain. Yes. Uh, All right, lads. Uh, The Queen has said that we are not to become Catholic again. Uh, We have to keep our Church of England ways. Uh, So we have... Armed you all with traditional uh, pikes and fish. So we will now use these pikes and fish to repel the Spanish Armada in the most traditional way. Are you ready, corporals? Uh, I've I've just got one question, sir. All right, corporal, you can ask your question. Go ahead. Uh, Sir, when the uh, enemy engages me uh, uh, unilaterally and comes towards my person, what is the fish for, sir? Ah, well, the fish, you see. uh, Spain does not have a lot of fish, so you throw it at them to confuse them because we believe they're very similar to cats. I understand, and then in with the pike, sir. Yes, then you use the pike uh, to tickle them under the chin, because that is the weakness of all Spaniards. That's right there where Excuse me, sir, please, sir. Yeah. Is the pike uh, a pike, as in the fish a pike? Or is, it, is, the, is the fish a pike, or is the pike a pike? Oh, it's a very good question there, Corporal. You have both a fish pike and a pike pike. Uh, use one, then the other. Remember, fish first, then pike under the chin. It's very simple. Uh, good so question. Your fish is really hard. Your fish is very hard. No, just remembering which pike to poke. poke. Do I poke with the pike or do I pike with the poke? No, you pike, you pike, you hike the pike, then you poke the pike. So it's very simple. So I was not confused, but uh, after hearing my uh, comrade here, I am now confused. Right, it's very simple. You hike the pike at the Spaniard, then you poke the Spaniard under the beard with the pike. How do you pick the pike? You put the pike in your hand, then you hike the pike that you've picked. So you pick the pike, you hike the pike, you poke... The Spaniards. Spaniards. With a pike. With a pike. And, and then, then you win. It's very simple. What? And that was an incredibly 
clumsy start, but fascinatingly, you absolutely obliterated the Spanish army. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, that's my philosophy in life. It's like, you know, those memes with the sunset and stuff like mm. that. And it's like, whatever is going to flow will flow. Let it go. <laughs> and when I woke up that morning, I was like, you know what? I just need a bunch of loyal soldiers and I need some self-belief. You know, I need to self-actualize. I need to self-actualize and I need to send out some belief into the universe. And that is what I need. And yeah. that is what paid off. And I like to think I'm an inspiration for anybody out there who would start a foolish war you are an inspiration and it was that that mindset that that really like propelled you forward in fact you you famously made a speech to inspire the troops and you said i know i have the body of a weak feeble woman mm-hmm. but i have the heart and stomach of a king and a king of england too so hot right that yeah that is actually hot that is hot i i thought so when i said it you yeah. should have you should have seen them you know, I really wasn't I really wasn't sure about the Queen, but after hearing that she's she's got hearts and, and brains of a king, I think I think she's very fit after all. Yeah, yeah, I think she's uh, very fit, both for the throne and uh, if I might say so, uh, in the attractive way that we would use the word fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh hang on, I think I think the Queen's walking past us. Hang on. Oh, uh, yeah. Look with your eyes, not with your hands. It's okay, I'm just walking past you with my weak and feeble body. Oh, oh she's, uh, oh my, oh. Uh, uh, Doing that again, Manfred. Uh, your Majesty, uh, we respect you for your uh, kingly being, heart. Being a king. Yeah, and your, and your bravely nose. And what else? Oh, and your, oh, and your very... spirit. Oh, and your... Um, what about flax, my ears? What about my ears? Powerful ears. Powerful ears, and... Um, and my toes? Oh, they are... Numerous. Length, lengthy and numerous. No, what, what, what? What? How did it feel to discover that the, the common people didn't have the same number of, of digits on their feet as you? I gotta say it was a shock mm. because I've always thought of myself as being very down to earth. Yeah. And I'm, really similar to the people. And I'm sure that, that that comes from being in in the in growing up within the monarchy. Um but you know, you weren't like other people, were you? You weren't. I guess not. Sometimes, you know, it's like it can be a real burden to be so special. Mm-hmm. Then you are special. I mean, you, you, you're glowing here. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome, Elizabeth. You Just are... call me Liz. It's so cool. That's my name. We'll, we'll go with Elizabeth for you. <laughs> and now it's time to get really, really personal. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Liz. Liz. We've touched on this. We've touched on this. The Virgin Queen. Yeah. Right. You were never married. Despite numerous proposals, you never, you were never married. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about that. Well, I don't know. I just think it's important. You know, like, as, like, I like my memes and I think it's really important not to be tied down in this life, you know? So, yes, I had suitors and yes, they came to me and yes, they brought me ducks and potatoes and stuff like that. But I found that I wanted my independence. You wanted your independence? Mm-hmm. Okay, very interesting. Uh, it's a moment we'd like to remind you of from your life. Okay. Your Majesty, we spread you the next suitor who has brought you a gift from afar. Uh, they bring you uh, tobacco. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 
I have brought you tobacco from the new world. Whoa, that's cool. Yes, yes, I've made you a bluntful. Yes, if you could just hold this and do as I do and you just smoke it, yes. Yes. That's really great. My name's John. Will you marry me? No, thank you. Uh, next, please. Next suitor. Next uh, thing. Uh, Mr. we have another suitor for you. Yes. This one uh, has brought you uh, the golden fleece the of golden, the Minad. The golden fleece. I found it. I found it. They said I couldn't find it. My name is My name is David, and I found you the golden fleece of Minos. Here it is. Is it breathable fabric? Like, if you go, if I go running in the fleece, will it keep me hot when I'm... Cold and cold when I'm hot. It is made of threads of gold, your majesty. That is not a straight answer to my question. Next! Uh, We we have one more shooter for you. Uh, Here we have uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Just for you, your majesty, he brings you the gift of uh, etiquette. My my name is Sylvester Stallone. I got etiquette. Wow. I was in Rocky. What? I, I was I was in Rocky. Cool. Is a, a a movie about a, a boxer? What's a movie? What's a boxer? This isn't gonna work. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> so many men. So many men. Elizabeth queuing up. For your affections. But isn't, Liz, isn't it the story of one's life? Like the ones that you want are the ones that don't want you and the ones that want you are the ones that you don't want. Yes. Me and Sylvester could have had a really, like a really hot thing. Yeah, I'm sure you could have done. I'm but, sure you, you know, he wasn't interested, so. And his strong hands on your feeble body might have been dangerous. That's true, actually. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Thank you, Liz. No, that's really cool. That's all right. That's, that's all right. You want to go for a drink after? Well, I'll consider it. I feel like you don't like me, Liz. I'm afraid of you, Elizabeth. Don't Ultimately, be afraid of I'm me. afraid. You had a lot of people killed. I don't know if I can trust you. I'll be honest with you. Listen, it's just water under the bridge. I'm a totally different person now. I know you've got a heart in there. I know you have. The heart of a king. Yes, the heart of a king. The heart of a king. And, and there was one person in particular who had a hold of that heart for you that, um, that really was special in your life, right? I don't know if I can talk about that, Liz. That's a truly vulnerable part of my soul. And this is a safe place. I don't know if I can be in a safe place and be vulnerable right now. I'd like you to be vulnerable. I'd like you to b- break down this rumor of, of the hard-hearted woman. And let's touch on that little, that little soft part, shall we? Oh, good Queen Bess, I see thee there. You are of very skin fair. I am but a poor playwright, and you shall hold my heart quite tight, for I do love thee without fear. If case you're not sure, I'm Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> shall I have the pauper executed, ma'am? No. No. Let him stay. Very well. Say some other rhyming stuff. <laughs> Oh, my majesty, I look upon thine eyes, and I wish I could touch with surprise your heart that you have of such a king. Well, when I'm around you, my mouth doth sing with poetry, 
just for yous. And now, if you leave me, I will have them blues. It will be quick, ma'am. I'll, I'll give the order and the crossbows, they will fire. No, no. I can't. I need to hear more beautiful words tumble from his lips. And you know what? I don't know, like, I just feel like I want to hear some iambic pentameter. <laughs> oh, Lord, I am but a fool, and now I wish I was not enamored of this non-sow. She is the greatest thing in my life. If I could attach myself with knife and thread to her side, I would forever, never more hide. <laughs> oh my God, that's so beautiful. I'll leave you to it, Mom. Thank you, Bodkin. Oh, Your Majesty, I know our, our love can never be, for I have the Lady and half a wee. <laughs> what? You mean you're betrothed to another? I am, and she's got quite a big brother. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I guess it's just the story of my life. Full of anguish and virginity and strife. Is this what you do? I just say something and then you rhyme? I try not to do it all of the time. <laughs> Would you like some lobster? <laughs> oh, it would fill my heart with gristle and flobster. How about some Dom Perignon? <laughs> it reminded me my time of when I was on that farm. <laughs> You're so good. You should come down to my neighborhood. <laughs> Stop it! Okay. Wow, that's a side of Elizabeth that we really haven't seen. That sort of tender, that non-fighting, aggressive side of you. That soft centre. I mean, it, never, it could never be with William, could it? It couldn't. And I'm just a girl, you know. At the end of the day, I think people forget that, yes, I am a weak and feeble woman with the heart of a king, but I have the soft underbelly of a unicorn. How did it feel knowing that Will was betrothed to somebody else? Have you ever had your heart broken, Liz? No. Really? Mm. Well, you're so lucky. It's like, I don't know, it's like the clouds falling out of the sky. It's like, it's like a tube strike that goes on for a really long time. <laughs> a tube strike? Yes. That's so fascinating that you, that you know about these, these things. Well, how do you think I got here tonight? I had to come through London. That's true. Everybody has to come through London at some point. If they're in the monarchy, yes. But yeah. the everyman does not. Okay. Going back to lighter moments. Are you sure you won't go for a drink with me later on, Liz? Like, uh, we could go for a cosmopolitan, just girls, just together. I'm warming to the idea, Elizabeth. Thank you. Okay. I am warming to the idea. Seeing the slightly softer side of you, I am. I'm intrigued, I'll be honest. Thank I you. am intrigued. 
and I know that you were, um, you know, you're famous for your, your, your great red hair, fierce on the top of your head, your powdered pale skin. I mean, it, it feels like some kind of armor that you were giving out to the world. Yeah, I'm like the original Ginger Spice. Wow. <laughs> yes. You have inspired many, many women with your ferocity, your, your colouring, your, your refusal to just lie down and take things how everyone else has taken them in the past. Absolutely. Dance like no one's watching. Rule like you don't have a conscience. That's what I always say. <laughs> and that is beautiful, Liz. Beautiful. We've, um, look, there I am. You've caught me now. I'm calling you Liz. Wow. You see, we're really connecting. Wow. Oh, wow. My God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. OMG. OMG. We are connecting. I knew I'd get you. You have got me. You have got me, good Queen Bess. Thanks, babe. Next, I'm really excited as we bring Elizabeth I's existence to life in music. The ultimate celebration of someone's life is musical theatre. Your Highness, it must have been incredibly flattering to have your life turned into a musical. What about Lizzie the musical did you enjoy? I just loved it all so much. And I really, really loved particularly um, the beginning, the context, kind of showing the peasant life. You know, and showing like the people kind of without the money so that when I eventually come in, like being like totally fabulous, it really like highlights how fabulous I am. So it's like that real kind of feeling of suffering at the beginning. And then it's like, pow, she's here. And we've got that opening number right I here. I am excited. Oh, I am so poor and down and out. I can only dream of having rich illnesses like gout But now I'm here to really scream and shout I have everything I have everything Bow down before me, I am your queen and I In our time of strife Otherwise we're not prepared I farm I'm farming mud I'm doing everything You say I should And I feel so sorry for you I almost feel empathy But I have everything I have everything Bow down before me I am
I mean, some people said it was a little insensitive um, in terms of attitude to poor, but I like to think that it reflects today's society with the 1%. I'm just sort of saying it how it is, you know? And it comes across beautifully. I mean, it's, it's, it's factually accurate. I mean, you did have everything and there were poor people. Absolutely. Just like today. And it was a, it's a touching story. I mean, we, what, was, what was one of your absolute highlights? Like, if you could pick one moment from the musical where you, where you were like, ah, they get me. They get how it was. Mm, maybe the, like, the body popping? The body popping number. Which I realise is not going to come across well on the radio. But... If you could imagine the amount of popping that is going on in this number. Because that was what the courtiers did for you, wasn't it? They popped. They popped their bodies. They popped it. They popped it. Let's watch them pop it. Yes. Pop, pop, pop and lock. Pop, buddy, buddy, pop, buddy, buddy. Pop and lock. Pop, buddy, pop, buddy, pop and lock. We're gonna do it for you, we're gonna do it hard We're gonna hold down like we are the bard We're gonna do it for you, for you are the queen And we are the best poppers that you've ever seen Watch us buddy pop, yeah baby, watch us buddy pop Oh, Watch my buddy pop, 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 watch us buddy pop Watch us, watch us, bunny pop. Watch our bunny's bunny pop. Watch our, watch our bunny pop. Pop, 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 pop. I didn't know that limbs could bend like that. I didn't know a jester could wear his hat like that. I didn't know you could bend the way you do. Pop for me, baby. Pop for me, baby. Show me that you're true. Pop, 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 pop and lock. Yeah, pop, pop, pop. Pop and lock, Break it yeah. down. Oh yeah, watch me contour. Do it for you, do it for your court. Come on, lit, come on, dance. Nobody does it harder, yeah. Watch my limbs in the air, waving them around like I just don't care. One just popped up, it's over there. Oh my god, I'm popping, yeah. Break it down, Liz. Yeah. That's right. This is before the time we have synthesizers, so I'm just making the noise with my voice just to be clear about what's going on. You have really shone today. I was I was nervous to meet you, Elizabeth, but I can see why you really are good Queen Bess. I can see why you have gone through history and, and being regarded as one of the greats. Thank you so much. And just remember to drink two liters of water a day and stretch. Stretch. Yeah. yeah. This has been the life of Elizabeth I as brought to you by Heather Urquhart, Joe Hadley, John Newen, and Sam Marshall.
I'm Liz Peters, and this has been Dead British. Dead British, the improvised history show on Union Jack Radio. Dead British on Union Jack Radio has been supported by the Audio Content Fund.